That was the old Friday night footy uh, intro on Channel 9 back in the 90s. You, well, probably before your time. Have you ever heard that before? It doesn't ring, no. ring a bell? You'd have been I have never heard that in thing. my life. That's good, though, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah, I was born in the wrong time. <laughs> back when 9 was king, you know, on the old uh, front. I, I did have the Fox one as well, but I do did like that um, Friday night football Billy Dib uh, version. Um, we're doing halfback and 5A uh, for positionals. In today's podcast, Nathan from Super Coach Guns, how are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. I mean, there's a lot to go through after the trials and then yesterday's news. So I think today will be pretty pretty busy, won't it? Well, it will be. Yeah, I mean, I've I've chucked them in together because I think it's a little bit simpler around the five eight and half back than it is with second row forward and center wing. Um, but we do have some news that we're in a period of the preseason where trials are all done. We are waiting now for season proper to start. There's no footy on this weekend. So all of our girlfriends and slash friends, mums and dads will all get a visit or we'll hang out with them. We'll talk to them this weekend before football season proper starts. Um, this is, yeah, there is some news. Um, obviously the trials, I, I definitely made some changes in my team um, after watching the trials. I think the big one for me was for fee to watch. Uh, now, Originally, I was like, if Fafita does not perform in that game, I'm going to get him out. I'm going to go to Carrigan. I was happy enough with what I saw from Fafita. It was much of the old um, fears that we have with Fafita where he wasn't involved for the start of the game. But I felt like once he got involved, it looked like he came on as captain or whatever in the second half or or something as well. He let him out. And I thought that he looked busier um, than I've seen. Once he got going, I thought he looked busier. And I I decided that I was going to keep him in. Um, the team, uh, that's changed now with the most recent news that we've heard, but we'll get to that. I got rid of Perham as well. He looks like he's out yeah. of his depth, unfortunately, and in the fullback position. I don't know what Soreldo has seen in him. That makes him think that he's going to, oh, I thought Avrilo was quite good. I thought that looked like his main, that was his position last yeah. year. I just don't know what he sees in, in Perham. He looks like a fish out of water. Yeah, look, I didn't get to watch much of the uh, trials in the weekend, but I could see you could see just from looking at the stats that he was he was not made out cut out for it at this level as a fullback. Um, yeah, well, we'll find out. You know, we'll find out if he does stay in the fullback round one, if it's just him taking it lightly in the preseason, or if he is genuinely uh, punching above his weight a bit too much. Yeah, it's just one of those ones for super coach. I don't know if I'm willing to do it. Um, look, I no. think that my my question of Burton versus Dewey has been resoundingly answered. It's Dewey. Yeah, yeah, it's Dewey because the fact that the Bulldogs, even with that good team, could still get pumped by Cronulla shows that they are still a tier or two below. They'll probably still be around the eight, but 
literally around the eighth position. Yeah, I think everyone's like, yeah, everyone's like, oh, you know, the Dolphins look like a patchwork quilt, you know, but I don't know if they're going to have a lot of synergy. Well, I mean, the Bulldogs are pretty much a, a slightly better, you know, time run up, you know, but they are a bit patchworky as well. So, um, look, I think that Dewey looked pretty bloody good to me um, and I'm happy to start him for the year. Um, Taylor May, it looks like he's got an ACL. Well, not doesn't look like it. He has. He's got an ACL yeah. gone for the season. We think it's probably Taruva. He's looked quite talented. He was probably rumored to have started in the first two rounds. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely Taruva, isn't it? He's got all the um uh he's got the work rate. He's a he's a typical Penrith winger, put it that way, you know. He's like he's gonna do the same thing as what Taylor May and Bronto have done when they've been given a chance. He's gonna work, he's gonna get tackle busts. And uh yeah, no, I'm I'm very confident that Taylor uh, if given center wing, will be one of the most owned players in the comp. Yeah, well, how ridiculous is that he's fullback only? Yeah, he might have played fullback last year, but he was never playing fullback this year. He was going to come in for the season start playing on the wing. I do not agree with Supercoach ever adding in these players as fullback only. When does a junior ever come in and just slot straight back in, straight into fullback? Who's the last yeah. one you can remember? Probably Reese. Well, Reese Walsh didn't even sort of. Yeah. He went to the Warriors and and went walked straight in, and, and two of Arsashek went out to the outside. Um, what's his name? Kate Dykes, I think, did it last year. But um, you know, it's that you've got to you got to see where they're playing in the reserve grades, and he wasn't playing much fullback at reserve nah. grade. No, nah, he wasn't. So, and he was only he was definitely, or we already knew because May was suspended last year that he was going to come in and actually play. On the on the edge, and and I think that if there was any backline injuries, he was the first cab off the rank to slide in, as we're going to see here with Taylor and May. He should have been. They should be bloody well doing that before the um season proper starts because it's silly yeah. that it, no player. I don't. I just don't understand. Are they acting like the code is too hard to give these players? Like, why is Ponga? He should already have it on there so people can go and get their team set up and put Ponga in the six. He yeah, was, that's been there for a long, long time. Don't act like we do these positional updates in round six and blah, but the, the, it's not hard to get these guys on their proper positions. Yeah, particularly before a season when it can still, you know, it's not all over Red Rover. You know, you don't have to, like, if you've got people changing positions during the season, then I understand the round six, but we know their position going to round one. They should probably have that dual position. Yeah, um, I understand. Obviously, yeah. with people already because the team pick is open. So if you got if you've got someone who's got a wrong two jewels, you can't really. If you change that and then people's position, you know, they're going to get a blank spot on the screen where they might have had them selected if that's changed. But someone like Taruva, people have got him picked in fullback. If you add center wing to it, those people have got him in fullback. If they happen to have that, doesn't make a difference. Um, they've got yeah. to get sorted. We need Ponger in the six anyway. But that's a, another cheap. He's going to be two hundred. Mm. He's two hundred eighty k, isn't he? So yeah. So what I've done is I've gone back and looked at Taruva's numbers on a wing, and he's got a base, pure base, so that's just runs and tackles, of around 30 a game, including NRL and reserve grade. Yep. Right? And then he's got – and then if you go base and power, you know, such so your tackle busts, your offloads, you know, uh, he's looking as well as his base stats. It's around 41 points a game. So he's got a very high floor. He averages 67.6 overall. So he's got a very good, he's got a very talented uh, upside. 
and very high floor for the centre wing as well. Yeah, I mean, of a lot of the ones around that price point, uh, he certainly excites me a little bit more than some of the other uh, options. Yeah. Now, the other thing uh, probably interesting about that is is Toa going to go back to the left? Um, you know, I mean, that side now is going to be Targo, Ghana, Luai, and I reckon if you put Toa out there, they'll still probably be left dominant, I reckon. That other yeah. side's not the worst, um, you know, out there with Martin, um, with... Cleary. <laughs> with Cleary and Critter as well, and then and then Tor. I don't think it really makes a difference, but um, I, I probably would like to see Tor go back to the left. I think we all would, wouldn't we? Uh, would, would you drop Valentine Holmes just to get in Tor if he was on the left? Um, I'd be more tempted by Tor for sure. Um, if he was on the left, because they are going to be left dominant. I mean, I think yeah. if people are going premium, they'll go in Toto anyway. I don't think it should influence your choice whether he's left or right specifically, but I guess it probably adds a little bit more shine to him for me. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I did notice um, once Taylor May went down in game, Taruva just went straight over to the left. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I, mean, I, I wonder if they just keep the, that right edge yeah, together. Yeah. Yeah, it's a possibility. And, uh, and it doesn't really spook me too much on Brian Toto, no. um, to be honest. Um, Look, there was some good performers in there. I thought Lachlan Miller looked busy over there at the Knights. I thought Ponga, mate, he uh, it might work out in the six, maybe. But yeah. defensively, he is going to miss 20 tackles a game. <laughs> he is rubbish. Yeah. yeah, look, I'm sure as the season goes on and, you know, he gets used to defending at 5'8", he will get better. There were some times where he made some very good defensive grades and times. Yeah, for the first five minutes of the game. And that's yeah. the problem, I think, with Ponga is he doesn't look terribly interested um, to me. Sorry, Knights fans and people who are big Ponga fans. I'm a Ponga fan too, but I just don't love what I'm seeing from him, I tell you, tell you honestly. And in that front line, the way that he defends, he probably is a bigger chance of knocking himself out, I reckon, the way he's defending. It's like really <laughs> half-assed. Well, it started nicely for the first five minutes, and the rest of the the time he spent on field was um awful. Um, Teague Wilton looked pretty good to me in that sort of four hundred. I loved that play. Uh, look, Alicia Katoa looked fit as I've ever seen yeah. him. Um, and in that Melbourne line that that in that um lineup, it looked really slick. The movement, I reckon, he could be a breakout year candidate. I mean, there's a lot to like. You've got a tackle busting, uh, good line running edge back rower for Melbourne, who is, you know, value at 411,000. I'm tipping him to average comfortably over 65 this year if he can keep up this sort of uh, energy, I guess you could say. Yep. Um, Pat Carrigan, we talked about him in the second row four. We're both big fans. We thought that he was going to be in for a bit of a minutes influx this year. Maybe Hass takes a little bit of a backward step. He looks sensational. I think if you're going to be thinking of a Murray, he's kind of, I don't know if I'd go like an uh, him uh, instead of an upside player like Fafita. That was what I was tempted to do because I wasn't going to get rid of Murray. But I think if you, he's like a poor man's Murray. If you can't get Murray, yeah. I think Carrigan could be your guy. Yeah, no, I think so. And in all likelihood, they end up averaging reasonably similarly at the end of the year. It's just that that Cameron Murray probably has the upside that Pat Carrigan doesn't. You yeah. know, the ability to have two tries and two line breaks and, a, and an assist and be able to work his way up to 130 score like he kind of did. He would have done had he played the full game on the weekend. Yep. You know. Um, it, it's really hard to skip Hines, isn't it? Yeah, so I've just, like, 
I, I watched that game. I was like, okay, goodbye, Tanner Boyd. I don't even care how good you are. I know Brandon Smith's going to play better than you. So goodbye, Tanner Boyd, and I'll just move heaven and earth and I'll get in Nico. Yeah, I mean, anyone who was asking, you know, will he go slightly backwards on last year? I do not think so. He might lose some money to start the year. But, yeah. um, you know, I think it's very easily a choice of Hines if you're going to be choosing between Grant and Hines. You know, I, just the ceiling yeah. alone. And if you want to go into that round four and five without Hines, you're a braver man than I am. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, what else? Anything else that stuck out to you in the trial? I think, again, as well, um, Trent Loero was very good, was, you know, really solid. Um, yeah. For Melbourne, he he looked, you know, he had 13 ups, 127 run metres, 26 tackles. Yes, he had three missed, so, you know, could be a bit better there. But uh, there's a lot to like about him for a, from a super coach aspect. He's accumulating points uh, from all over all over the stat sheet, which is yeah, what you want from yeah. cheapies. Yeah, I mean, he he's a bit meat and potatoes, isn't he? But he's, he's probably at 360. He's probably one of the better ones you could probably get in that sort of price um range i think we people who were iffy on christian welsh i think he looks terrific he's got the arm loose and offloading um looks like he's unhampered by um the injury like i said it's been a year so he looks pretty good um look the some of the teams some of the teams like the panthers obviously we know they lost the the world (laughs) club challenge they look a little bit rudderless in that um in that game without appy i think do you think that appy i mean i was I thought Appy would be a bigger loss than kick out, but they looked really rudderless, didn't they, without his service out of there? Yeah, like I I think no Sonny Luke doesn't help because Mitch Kenny, you know, meat and potatoes guy as well, right? Mm. He's not gonna he's not got much in the way of creativity. He's just gonna be a serviceable number nine. Mm, and yeah, well serviceable is gonna be debatable, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, you know what I mean by serviceable, don't you? Like <laughs> He's not going to add to your team, but he's not going to take away from it usually, you know. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, the Kikia Garner was quiet. Oh, he was. Really uh, quiet. I pulled him out of my team. Yeah, so did I. I went with Hosking initially because I was just like, well, the dude's just ran for 100 metres and made 50 tackles in comparison to Garner making 20 tackles and running for 30 metres. I know who I take, mm. you know. <laughs> um, but I haven't got either of them for now because Garner still might be their starter. Yeah, well, he's the you know sort of the bigger name with a bit more first grade behind him, but it makes it more confusing because I feel less confident about his job security. Yeah. He's playing the way he is, and you know, just say Hosking's on the bench and and start produces what he's been produced. You know, we've seen so far. All right, well, that's enough on the news. Um, you know, we we're in that little um, period. I really will be interested to see who gets the updates. In I mean, it's got to be Ponga, one hundred percent. And if it's not yep. Taruba, they should hang their heads in shame because he was never going to play in fullback. He sh- he could have none, and, and I do not agree with any of these new outside backs being given centre wing only, or or even centre wing only would probably make more sense because they can be picked in the centres or on the two centre positions and both wings. Very rare for a junior outside back to come in and just slot straight into fullback. It's ridiculous. Um, halfback, it is a real divisive um, subject um, this year. Do you go the double guns in Cleary and Hines? Do who, who if you're going to go down? Do you go down to like a Hughes type character, or do you go down to like a Boyd, who presented an option for people at a much cheaper rate? 
Um, we saw Isaiah Katoa, who looked actually way better than um, Milford to me. Um, but that obviously is not going to be a plan for people, I don't think, to start the year. Um, there's a lot of different strategies in there to go. Well, not a lot. A couple of different strategies that you can go in there to start the year. What? What? Where are you leaning um, in the halfback? Yeah, Cleary Hines. I think despite my wish to antipod Nico, I don't think I can. He, 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 at worst, you know, he averages... 78 or something like that. It's going to be a high 70s average at the very worst. It'll be, he could average, you know, between 78 and 95, I think is realistic with the way he plays. He's just like Nathan Cleary now. Yeah, he's such an accumulator of points. The goal kicking, he's getting coaching on that. So even if that improves a couple of points, the Sharks look pretty slick in that trial with all their um, main players back on deck. Um, Everything points to Nico. You know, even if he loses 100K, you know, points is king, I reckon, to start the year. It is a lot of your cap, um, you know, put into that position with Cleary and Hines. Let's let's start it off there. We'll talk ownership. We'll talk, um, you know, the prices of the guys. The, the, the biggest thing, I guess, is if you're um, looking to find value in your team, is halfback the position to do it? And that's the kind of what way I answer locking up that much money into that position. I think... We talk about these Teague Wiltons, these Alicia Katoas. Um, we're talking about um, a lot of other options where we can save money. I reckon halfback and fullback, more than any other position of ones, I do not want to muck around in. So I want to have two premiums mm. in both of those positions, no matter the cost. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, I'm not certain that we're going to, like, we will, we will get Tannaboyd, right? I just don't know if he's money is worthwhile. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I, I watched him closely in the trials and in in that romping win there by the Titans, he was first receiver and it was going straight out to um, four. And and that means like they got a a load of tries, didn't they? And um, I think the last pass is going to be centers or four. And I don't know if it's going to be, he he did that one good move up the middle, up the ruck, you know, where he got an offload last pass before the try. I like the look of Tanner Boy. He looks busy enough for me in there, but yeah. I think he's going to probably be about maybe 50s. We, we said he could potentially be 60 plus. I think it might be 50. Um, yeah. 50 versus, you know, a high in 79, you know, that's um, basically eight, 30 points. I don't know if it's yeah. for the saving. Um, I just think if you're going to go the Boyd, you can, I, I, and I don't think you should really go against Grant or Cook personally either. So I don't, I'm going Boyd for finances instead of cheese. I reckon I, I haven't loved what I've seen from the cheese. It looks, I haven't loved it. I mean, he, what did he get? Did he get a try last week in 50 or was it a try assist no, in 50? He got a try assist in 60, but he played like 30 to 40 minutes. I think it was 50. Every, everyone is. He's not playing enough minutes to write him off. And people say, yeah, he's tight. It's a trial, guys, you know. He's not probably Just not the got style matches, of play right? in, the, in that Roosters team is what worries me about him. Um, exactly. So he, he might have to step up and do a bit more if they're clunky. It's perfect. I don't think he's going to play 80 either. So um, I'm not here for him to play 80. I'm here for him to play 65 and score <laughs> 75. All right. So let's have a look at it. Nico um, and, and Cleary, we're talking about them to start the show. Um, Nathan Cleary, 52.5% owned. Um, did the old ice in the veins. Well, mate, you should have <laughs> should have shown yeah. that attitude and just slayed the game then, eh? But I mean, look, hey, do it in preseason. Have your have your Barry game. 
you know, and and uh, go yeah. out and do it well in the season proper. Although, do you think that the, what you've seen from the Panthers without Kiko and um and Appy does it make you any worried on Cleary? Or he's just a champion; they'll be up and going. I mean, look, they didn't have Liam Martin in there as well. They were missing actually some. No, pretty- Dylan Edwards. No, no, Dylan, no Luke, fullback. No yeah. Sorensen. There's a lot of players out. Yeah, I just no. I think he's. Well and truly locked in the team. If, if you're thinking about anti-potty Nathan Theory, you're overthinking your team. Get off the super coach app. Would you, if you were like, just say people were going to go a cheap option in there, would you, would you go Cleary or Hines? Wow. I'd probably still go Hines out. Yeah. I mean, after what I've seen in these trials, I probably would go Hines because Cleary's got that early buy as well. He does, but it's also it's Nathan freaking Cleary. Like yeah, he's a he scary can, antipod, isn't he? You don't antipod him. Like I have never heard of a time where it's worked personally. Yeah, sometime. I mean, I think it was last year when he was coming back first game from injury. I was like, I'll get a look at him. He's got a high break even, and he turned up and he oh, went was, back to back one fifties. Yeah, you? and I was like, yeah, and I'm like, I should have just got him. Why did I question that he was just going to go and nail it right from the start? Um, look, he is 52%. I just reckon that's a scary for someone as of his quality, it's scary to edge. Yeah. But if I was choosing, um, I reckon I'd go Hines in the form that I've seen from Hines, um, and what I've seen, you know, in the preseason. If if you're gonna go that strategy, but um he's half as owned, Hines, nine hundred two thousand. I really feel much more confident about him. Like originally I'd um I'd had a boy down in the halfback position with Cleary. And I was skipping Hines and I was going the Harry Grant. Um, but the more I watched, I was like, I'm scared of Hines' ceiling. I reckon there's going to be a number of tons in there. He's such an accumulator of points. Yeah. So it's going to be really good scoring this year. You'd think that there's probably a, a 150 on for him at some point this year. Well, Just exactly. with the way that how, how involved he is in their attack. Yeah, you look at him in their their games in round four and five, and and he's the serious captain option. Um, let's just take a quick rundown to the next best owned. A couple of options in there. We'll talk about both of them. Uh, Katoa from the Dolphins. Mm. He's at twenty four point five. It's a mistake, isn't it? Because um, he's not going to be there for round one. I don't think it's a year for you to go in with Nuffs. He did look. Yes. Milford, Milford looks shite. Yeah, it was uh yeah, I think he's got something like one super coach point in forty minutes or something like that. And then Katoa comes out and scores twenty-five and forty or something. Admittedly, yeah. I think Katoa might have had a trial system there, but anyway. Well, um yeah. It was all in one play, but nevertheless, he put on a play and they he put looked on a better. play and Milford didn't. And they started <laughs> to get points, the Dolphins. Um yeah. look, it's not gonna happen because Wayne loves Milford, doesn't he? He loves him. Yeah, but like this is a generational. This is like the five eight of the future. He could be your five eight for the next ten years, Katoa. Yeah. So if they want to take a, I would understand if Wayne took a careful approach with him, right? And yeah. said, you know what, I'll bring you in when I think you're ready, and I reckon you could be ready over this origin period. I might do a transition with you, transition you in for one of the halves, and then in that case, you know, you kind of like, well, do I want to keep Schuster at five eight? Do I want to make a little bit of money over this origin period? And that's where Katoa could come in and be a cash cow. Yeah. I don't think you'd own him for now. No, well, that's right. 24.5%. You don't own him to start, but he could be a handy downgrade option. 
Um, if you know they put Milford back and say he's going to be the fourteen in the mid-season or around Origin or something, um, but I just don't think you can do it to start. Um, the next best ode is Tanner Boyd, halfback hooker. I think it's worth talking about him in halfback because I've seen people doing it. Um, twenty-three point two percent. I think he's locked in to start. Um, he's been there for the trials. He didn't look as good as I'd hoped, and you know I was talking to the whisperer in the in a chat, and he was like, "Oh, I'm feeling nervous about not going cheese." I was like, let's see where it washes up for Boyd. Um, it was 40 points in that game um, with that nice move up. It was not much before that, to be honest, until that mm. up, up, the, yeah. up the guts. Um, his I just goal kicking it, was a bit off too. His goal kicking was a bit off. I, I liked. I thought that he had a couple of nice touches in there. I'm not I'm not off him. No, I'm not off him. In an NRL sense, I think he played really well. I think he did his job and... He gave foreign time and space. He he organised perfectly. And when he needed to run, he ran and he ran well, you know. So I, I liked what he contributed for the Titans. For Supercoach, uh, I think there's value, but maybe not as much as we first thought now that Fawn's playing both sides of the field. Yep. Okay, well, so let's let's say, I mean, we're talking halfback. So in the halfback yep. position, um you um, you just think if if it's not going to be Cleary or Hines, just say you just pick what you said, go the Hines instead of Cleary, and you yeah. want to save you want to save yourself a whole bunch of money five hundred thousand four just under four hundred sixty eight thousand. Um, do you think it's worth it, or do you think it's just? I mean, so let's just say we 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 can ballpark Tanner Boyd. We think he's going to score forty five fifty. We think that Cleary is going to score eight seventy five eighty. I've got him probably eighty. I think you got to play eighty. So all right, 80. so thirty points is thirty is if four hundred thousand worth worth it. Four hundred and sixty thousand worth it. When you put it like that, no. But when I put it like this, is that on average he scores eighty, meaning there will be games where he scores one fifty. There yeah. will be games where maybe he only scores sixty. But you know he's not going much below sixty though. And he could easily he's, – he's cracked 200 before. Admittedly, he was in the stupid 2021 season. But he's, yep. Even then, he's gone 180s comfortably before, without it. So yeah. I, I can't see a world where I'd want to antibody Nathan Cleary. And, you know, I, I just a do, or nothing for me. Yeah, I do the equation. I'm like, well, you, you're like, oh, I think Cheese will be better than him. I reckon that Tanner Boyd will score 50, 50, 55. Cheese will score 60. And there's five points difference there. It's it's well, it's well, less of a risk stacking Tanner Boyd up against um, Brandon Smith than doing the comparison of stacking him up against Nathan Cleary. Now, yeah. I know obviously you, you, people are doing it as a price point thing, but I just reckon um, I don't. It's no risk for me. I have him up in hooker, and he'll score serviceably enough. He'll still make money in there. And you could, you, if you're gutsy enough to play cheese, and I'm gutsy enough to play Boyd, you might score ten points more than me. Good on you. But um, at least ten, did you say? Oh, mate, let's just wait and see, eh? You, 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 <laughs> and your, you're a Roosters fan, and all your love for cheese. I'll I, tell you I what. I'm not saying what? that cheese is off yet. But the cheese is starting to smell iffy to me. I don't know if he's any good. I'm, I'm not. I, I what I saw in the trials, I thought Boyd looked better than cheese in the trials. Oh. Cheese looks shit. I screw the cheese. But that's hooker. We can't go backwards. We've already done hooker. Um, yeah. So no. Look, I Tanner Boyd. I'm not against it. I'm not against saving money. I'd probably preference Heinz. But 
I'm not enough. I want to do it in halfback, but halfback is not the position I want to go get cued in. Um, let's move it on to the next um, best owned. Um, we have a real big drop down because those guys are at 23, Tanner boys at 23.2. We go down to Sam Walker at 9.1. What do you think? Um, I think he will be good once Luke Keery's no longer in the team. <laughs> When's that going to happen? When he gets a HIA or something? Well, I think, in my opinion, he's a, a concussion or two away from retirement, personally. Well, so, any point this year, really. And I think the moment that uh, our good friend Luke Keery goes down, Joseph Manu will become a must-have in Supercoach, and, and Sam Walker will become a must-have, because that attack will just click infinitely. Yeah, the Roosters anyway. probably, well, they looked okay to me. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm sure the combo will get better as the season goes on. But yeah, yeah. I mean, look for me, I'd rather go Boyd in there because you actually what, what the reason why you're going not Cleary or Hines is because you're saving a shit ton of money, which you're yeah. not really saving going down to Sam Walker. It's two hundred k. Yeah, it's not that enough, is that is decent enough money, but I I wouldn't do it for that. That risk is. To only make 200 is not worth it. But if it's 460, that's like the difference between it's a premium, a couple of premiums in in other positions, isn't it? Yeah. Um, can you explain to me the why Lachlan Ilias is the sixth most owned halfback? I have no idea why. I mean, did he do anything on the weekend? Like I, anything? I think I was, I was in a chat group with when and someone asked me um, why Ilias wasn't playing. <laughs> and I was like, he's, he's out there. Well, I mean, they've got a hard draw, um, 363,000. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't prefer for him over Boyd kicking goals, would you? With a, Hell with a, no. Yeah. It's oh, weird to me. Um, I think he had like a line break assist and that was it in terms of attacking stats. Yep. Um, all right. Let's, well, I mean, look, 7.1, that, that's crazy to me. I, I would um, prefer the next, well, not the next couple of blokes, but a couple down. Um, again, there's not a lot of savings um, when we talk about the one I don't hate. Um, 7.1 for Ilias. It doesn't make sense to me. I just think they've got too hard a draw. And yes, I did think he got better last year um, as the season went on, but he has not shown anything of a super coach um, type game to him, has he? Yeah, I'm... yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I don't, I don't, I think you're right. Got yourself right. A, a nice jewel here in halfback and five eight by the name of Jackson Hastings. Um, down at the Knights, there he's at 5.3 percent. What the hell are people thinking there? You got a new yeah. half partner in Ponga who looks like he'd. He, he he's playing like he's off in the toilets sick after some food didn't agree with him. You're particularly brutal today. Oh, um, am I? It's, it's, it's AM. I'm normally nicer in the morning. Oh, look, yeah. look, Ponga could work at the six. They've tried it once before. Um, and, and look, as the season goes on, he might get better. All right. But I mean, do you really think that's going to be a, an absolute dynamic halves combination? What, what do you expect? In, in, attack, think, in attack, probably. What do you in think Hastings is attack. going to score this year? What's he going to average? 55. Probably already priced at 55, though. Like, I think yeah. he's price at value, not a bad pick, maybe a decent one over the origin period because he's got that jewel, could come on decently. Like, 546,000. I'd rather Dylan Brown over the origin period, wouldn't you? 
Mm, well, I mean, definitely. Also, how about our curse on Sean Lane? You know, we were talking him up so much. We were like, we're going to own him big time from round eight. He's going to be a superstar. That mm. night, he fractures his jaw. Yeah, he'll probably still be night. back by round eight, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, it looks good for a cheapie like Matt Dory, doesn't it? Um, yeah, looks for, and Hopgood too when Matto comes back. You'd think they'd have to play Matto on an edge now. Yep. Um, look, um, I don't get Hastings. Um, 546. If I was going to go and say, um, okay, well, I'm not going to go a Cleary or Hines, Tanner Boyd and Sam Walker would probably be definitely ahead of, um, you know, Hastings for me. Sam Walker is, you know, 60,000 more. I'd probably go in there and grab him. Next guy on the list, Mitch Moses, um, 4.1%. Mitchie um, and the Eels didn't look too bad, um, did they? They looked all right. They looked all right. Yes. I I think we'll... um... He will maintain value because you know he can have his seasons where he fluctuates in his over in his average. You know, I think he's going to maintain it again. I, I I don't mind him. Well, I mean, I look at um prices, you know, and when I just blur my eyes a little bit, Mitch Moses at seven thirty eight. I'm like, well, why not just go Hines and or Cleary? Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, five point. Oh, sorry, uh, five four point one for him. Chad Townsend. <laughs> At four point one percent, Chad has never been a super coach um option, not even in draft. Yeah, I mean he's a backup halfback in draft, isn't he? Like he's he's that at best, you know. Um, no, I can't explain that. Can I you? can't explain it too. I mean, four hundred thirteen thousand. I don't. I don't even. Th- I think he's going to be twenty points off um Boyd. You know, like I'd rather yeah. I'd rather Hastings. Yeah, oh, I think I would too. I, I, yeah, I don't know about that. That's a bit weird for me. Um, Jerome Hughes, he's somebody that you've had in your team at a yeah. point. 721,000. So he's um, right there around the Mitch Moses. And these are the two guys, the only two guys um, that are of a decent price, maybe and Sam Walker. Those are the uh, Hughes, Moses, Sam Walker, and Boyd, if you want to say 460,000. Those are the guys that I've got in my list of ones I could entertain as an option. Yeah. A running half um, in the Melbourne Storm, who we think, you know, maybe go back backwards a tiny bit um, this year. That's my yeah. opinion. Anyway, um, but Jerome Hughes? Jerome Hughes. Uh, I know he averages 80 without Pappenhausen there. And there's talk that Pappy's now not even there to a back half of the year. I saw that mm. report come out this morning. So, mm. uh, you know, there's theoretical value there. I'd rather see him go out and actually average that 80 early on. And then if I see Hines is, you know, maybe starting a bit slow or even Cleary starting a bit slow, then I'll move to Jerome Hughes rather than start Jerome Hughes and have to work my way up to Nico or Cleary. All right. Now we're getting down to some real dregs. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I just reckon if you, I mean, it's not worth going Moses or Hughes to me because there's not enough saving from going the two obvious, like the nose on your face guys, in my opinion. Um, Adam Reynolds, yes. he is injured and he's not even there for Ooh. any preseason games. Is he doubt for round one? 3.5%. Yeah. 
he had that brief period of mass relevance last year, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, was... he can go on a run of games and then he needs he's injured and needs a few games off, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I think if he was maybe a hundred thousand cheaper, I reckon there'd be a lot of talk about Adam Reynolds. But I don't think I can do it. I mean, I, it's the same reason why. I mean, I see, I'll still see Jack Hetherington in people's teams and Adam Elliott, and you're like, well, I never even yeah. got to have a look at him. So that that makes me nervous. I haven't seen any Reynolds either. Anthony Milford looked absolutely rubbish for the uh, Dolphins there. He's at 2.5%. Um, I'm going to leave it there on ownership, and let's just go and, and cover some of the other ones that um, people might have in their team. When we talk about prices, there's obviously a bloke called Daily Cherry Evans. We haven't seen him, um, but they looked pretty good, the old Manly Seagulls, um, and they won yeah. the preseason challenge. Yeah, I mean, oh, I don't think I could still. I think Turbo there, Schuster there at 5'8". You know, you'd think Daily Cherry Evans, how old is he? Like, I don't know, like 34, something like that. Mm. He's getting on. He could be. He could be getting to the point where DCA just starts completely and totally organising and not running the team. Like running the team, but not running, not creating every play and attack. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, look, he is um, six hundred ninety-three, so he's probably it's not enough of a saving for me. And traditionally, even um, let's take all of the him getting older stuff out of there. He he generally starts slow and he comes home better. If there was no yeah. turbo, or you do want to own DCE because he steps up. So none of the yeah. things that sort of um that you need in order to own Daily Cherry Evans are there, I reckon, to start the year. Um Ben Hunt. I mean look they're probably both in around that same sort of area for me. Fogarty at six hundred and fifty eight thousand um the Raiders. Not look, terrible. Yeah. What, the Raiders, mate. Yeah, I know. I'm wearing a Raiders shirt right now and I'm ashamed of yeah. it. I don't know. I just found something in the cupboard when I got out of out of bed this morning. Um he's six hundred and fifty eight thousand. He had a really good season last year. He's obviously yeah. got a long kick. The Raiders have a pretty soft draw. Um full preseason as well, unlike last year. I think there's a world where he can improve on the average, but not by enough to make him massively super coach relevant. No, if you're if you're Agreed. going yeah, if you're going him against um you know, sometimes you can go a DCE or a Moses and they'll like, the the pod anti potting one of these other guys can work because they do have a big one in them. Um I just don't know if um Fog Fogarty's the guy to do that. No, I don't think he is either. And uh I'd rather go with a guy that has massive ceiling. So like a Sam Walker or a Jerome Hughes or or he's gonna make you a truckload of cash like a Tanner Boyd could. Um, Ben Hunt, he is a one-man army. I think you probably can't touch Ben Hunt this year because the Dragons look in all sorts, don't they? Yeah, they're, like, yeah, they're, they're all over the shop. In fact, didn't, didn't Ben Hunt have, like, a season of his life just about last year? Mm. Yeah, you... still only averaged 55. Yeah, well, that's right. It's going to be 60 average probably. Including a game where he scored four points in 80 minutes. Ball. Yeah, I can't do it. I don't yeah, think anyone should. Even the most ironed on um, Dragons fan, I don't know if they can do it. Um, 
Some people, 1% of people are going Sean O'Sullivan at 653,000. I didn't love what I saw from the Dolphins. Um, and Sauce, it wasn't, okay. he was okay in, in actual NRL, but it's not the Panthers. It's not that average that he got in those fill-in games for the Panthers. I can't no. see Sauce averaging, you know, anything above 60 this year. Oh, no, I think he's a high, he, he's a, he's a, oh, I think he'll be around the 60, but I don't think, like, that doesn't make, you're picking him because he's value, right? In your opinion, he's not value, though. No, he's not value. Um, yeah. 0.5% of people are going, Luke Brooks, what's going on there? Maybe they're trying to slot someone to their team while they wait for someone to be yeah. available or added or what? I don't know. Um, 552, he hasn't played any preseason. How the hell are you going, Luke Brooks? Yeah, I just, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because, like, ugh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what else I can say there. I wouldn't um, do it. He's probably going to lose his spot at some point this year too, knowing, uh, I don't know, it's just knowing the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. I mean, you know, Luke, Luke Brooks is no star, and, um, you know, not for super coach purposes. All right. Let's go and move it over to um, the 5-8 position. Um, yeah. I reckon this is a real simple sort of um, way of going, although in the last few days I think people have had a bit of an influx with things that have, you know, we've seen that war brick look great for the um, Storm, which looks like we could get a, a real cheap, um, you know, outside back. We've had Dory look good. I know he's had an ankle injury, but I say that it's not anything serious and he should be good um, for season proper. Um and, and people are, are getting a little bit, I've seen a, um, a dill bags in a team. Uh, someone sent me through one the other day with Munster and I was like, yeah, well, I mean, I don't hate it because it's a little bit different. They're a little bit lower because everyone's going Dewey or Burton. I think maybe because of the way Burton played, maybe some people are jumping off and going, um, you know, one of these other options, but let's talk about the most owned um, 5A. And look, I, we want, you wanted to talk about him in second row forward, but I think his value is in the 5A position. The most owned yeah. player in the game, um, Josh Schuster, 62.1. I think that's gone up since the weekend as well. Yeah. About Josh Schuster, he's a must-have, isn't he, um, to start the year, just because he's going to be locked on to start, isn't he? And he he did, he, he did his job. He didn't look a – he did one of those old no-look passes. Those edges look terrific in Tuolagi and yeah. Ola. Um, they look really good and nice and attacking style You know, this year. I think that all bodes well for Josh Schuster. Um, lots of people are like, oh, I think he's better in the second row forward. I don't get that when you've got players like Dory, you know, available. Um, yeah. I don't, don't you think um, Schuster, in the 5'8 position, it's what people are hoping to do with Boyd is if there's a saving there for somebody who's going to score well enough and give you a big, big savings, you know, from a Burton or a Dewey price, I think Schuster's better places in the 5'8 position because it's a smaller position. There's only two spots there. Yeah. I think you're right, and a lot of it will come down to, you know, do we by some miracle get Isaiah Katoa? If we get Isaiah Katoa, this discussion's over. We put Schuster in second row, right? Yeah. Otherwise, I think, as we say, this discussion's over. We put Schuster at 5'8". Yep. Um, you're not going to be spending I've up in there, and there's just, no other cheapie available. Schuster's yeah. guy. I've just seen something uh, quote tweeted here from the Whisperer. Um, it's from the NRL Fantasy Amateurs. And he says, Sources close to the amateurs believe that Turuva will not win the wing spot vacated by the injury to Taylor May. And youngster Jesse McLean will get first go. 
with Brian Toto moving to his preferred left wing and McLean playing outside Crichton. Yeah, I mean, look, he's one of the names, and I I, know, I talked to a few Penrith um, guys. They they even said, "Don't get don't get ahead of yourself on Taruva." Um, they kind of yeah. see these these other guys as as you know probably better fit. Yeah, interesting. McLean's on I'm sure. the super, super coach yet. Yeah, sure, and but I, and I also they when there was never rumors that it was, so why wouldn't he be the one that's filling in while May was first um serving his suspension? Is it because they want someone who can play the right, you know, and and well, play a whole season? This is the interesting thing, right? Whoever's being put in here now will probably play full time NRL for the foreseeable future because they're probably replacing Crichton next year. I yep. think it should be Taruva. I think he's more of a centre than a a winger, so why waste a season on, you know, blooding Jesse McLean and then having to take him out of the team again just so you can put Taylor May in and then have to bring in Taruva? I don't know, but it looks like we're going to get a basement centering. Yeah, Penrith. we're going to get one or the other, and I think for Supercoach purposes, it's probably good. Um, yeah. I, I thought Taruva's looked electric every time I've seen him. He hasn't put a foot wrong, so um, yeah. be back in a sec. 60... Um, plus percent. You can't um, you can't skip um, Schuster. He he looks looks good. Looks like it's a good pick, isn't it? Yeah, no, you definitely can't skip him. Uh, like dude averages sixty four five eight or in the halves even. Uh, so yeah, no, nah, he's locked in. Should have been has been locked in for some time. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to yeah, I don't know if he's going to be an absolute superstar 60 plus blah, but he, he in that uh, Manly look great. He looked good and you throw a Tommy Turbo in there, you know, I reckon he's going to be an absolute um he, he could well just stay in there all year long really with the options mm. that you've got in the 58 position. Let's go down to the next um best owned which is Matt Burton, he was a popular pick and one of the big things with all the discussion points, do I go with Dewey and Burton? Um, he's 35.2%. I'm surprised that it hasn't dropped down even more. Um, I think he has dropped a couple of percent from what I last saw. Um, at 35.2%, you're still pro Burton after what you saw from the dogs and from him. I would not be complaining about picking him. I mm. wouldn't say no, I wouldn't pick him. Put it that way. I'm I'm still gonna take Dewey over him. I uh, despite the fact that I like Burton more as a footballer. Um, I think Dewey has... You like Burton more than Dewey? Yeah, I do. I know. It's not, not It's not a common thing, but I like Burton more than Dewey. Yeah, I mean, I like the... Like, Burton's one someone you can cheer for, whereas Dewey has a bit of a whinge occasionally and stuff. So, you oh. know, I kind of love a bit of Burton, but I think Dewey's a talent, a real talent. Um, I'm, I'm sure he is, but I don't reckon he's got the talent that Burton does. I yeah, think probably. he can be a Dally M. He can be the best one in the conference. Yeah, give it another three years, and I'm sure we'll be saying Burton's like right up there with some of the best in, in the conference. Yeah. Um, 35.2%. I mean, look, the same question we asked about Hines versus Cleary, you you were picking between Dewey and um, Burton. It's very easily Dewey for me. He's an accumulator. He's a goal kicker as well. Um, and I think dogs might just take a little while to get sort of humming. Not that the West Tigers yeah. are a superstar team either, yeah. but Dewey's a proven gun scorer in the five eight position in the past. Yeah, I mean, as much as as much as I want to sit here and pump up Matt Burton, 
and defend him over Adam Dewey, I think, you, you know, it's Dewey. Mm. You got to pick Dewey, but you can have both in saying that. If you, yes. if you, if for some reason we don't get cheapies in second row, then by all means, I think there's a world where you can have both. But I think no, you prioritise I mean, Burton, Dewey over Burton. Burton costs five ninety four, so it's not going to break your budget too much. No, Dewey. Is underpriced as well, I think, for what he's capable oh. of. We've already discussed the Isaiah Katoa um, uh, for the Dolphins there. He could be a nice downgrade target once a Schuster type um, fattens up if he does eventually take the position. I, I like to think that Wayne, I mean, Wayne is one of the ones I doubt more than other coaches because he really does love his players. He, I mean, he took Boyd with him, his whole bloody um, hmm. Darius everywhere. He's yeah. Son. Um, and he he absolutely frigging loves Milford. He loves him. Yeah. Um. I, I'm nervous for Katoa early on. I don't think he's going to get the game as we mentioned. I think. I mean, Wayne will know what he's got in Katoa. He knows he's got a generational talent. He knows he's got the Dolphins' five eight of the future. Yeah. So it will all be about developing him correctly and making sure that he's absolutely ready and not cooking the bloke before. Yeah, I mean, look, every Katoa came on there, and I mean, if you take you know reputations and how much games they've played, if you were just looking at it on the surface of what you saw in the trials, I think Katoa would be getting the run over Milford. He looked awful, but I agree. I mean, don't don't put these kids under too much pressure to start. It's probably going to be some losing games. Um, you know, give him, I reckon Milford at his age as well, maybe it's, maybe it'd be worthwhile just to bring him in occasionally and, and give Milford a game off or something. I don't know, but I'd love yeah. to see that he gets some game time this year. And maybe if they lose enough games and Milford, you know, bites it enough, though he might get a run, but I don't think you can start the year with him. The reason being is that we've got to buy every week, and I do not think you can go in with somebody who doesn't run out in round one. I mean, excluding St. George players either, but not that you want to have many of them, but I don't think you can go in with a guy who is not running out in the first grade team in their first game. Yeah, I don't think, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right there. Because in a, in a perfect world, you know, Katoa, you're like, well, he'll save me a trade in there. He, by eight, round eight, nine, ten, he's he's in. But what if it's around 16, 17, maybe he doesn't get hit, picked in. You've got enough there in your, one of the key positions in, in the halves, and I just don't reckon yeah. it's a, a smart move. Look, 24.5. If you've got if you're if you've got Katoa in your five eight, because we're looking at five eight. Get Schuster down there and just go with a Dory. You know, get rid of yeah. – it's not for the starting of the season. Um, number four on the list for ownership is Adam Dewey, 20.9. After what we saw in the trials, it surprises me that Dewey's not more owned um, than Burton. And Dewey's only 30K more. Do you think it's because Burton is more likable? I think so. And people I are getting on the narrative so. that the dogs are on the grow this year? I think, I think it's all of that. Absolutely, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think as I think people aren't do is not a the he's not a popular figure in rugby league. I mean, he is to super coaches because he has his, his game breaking ability. I think super, super coaches coach, like but... doing more than anyone else does, really, and and probably yeah. some Tigers fans as well. Yeah. I think um, you're right. But I, look, I, I really yeah. think that's probably lower than I expected. I kind of, um, when we were getting set up for this, I was like, I reckon, um, you know, Burton will be 30 and Dewey will be 28, 
29. I think 20% is that makes me even more excited to have doing yeah. this the year, I reckon. Yeah, I agree. Um, this guy, Mad Dog Money, he's gonna be top two every year. He's just an absolute um the base on the guy is amazing. Mm-hmm. I saw a team that sent through the other day because they got an influx of cash. I think they were, originally had an Elliot and they went down to an Elliot Cicato and they're like, so I treated myself to a monster. I was like, you know what, man? I'm not going to ever tell anyone not to own Munster. Yeah. He's an absolute bloody weapon of a player. We have heard that he's on the beers or whatever, but I, I didn't mind us all for money in the uh, in the trial. You know, they weren't great, but you just know that he's going to be an absolute gun player. And yeah. Munster at 13.9%, anything under 15 is unbelievable, really, isn't it, for someone of his quality? Yeah. Um, oh, I've been tempted many a time this offseason just to say, you know what? Just own Munster from round one. It can and, be a real uh, pod move. Everyone's yeah. like Dewey or or, or um, Burton. And you're like, well, I'll grab Munster. Munster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't hate it, and I think at the um, numbers that he's at ownership wise, um, yes, it's a hard game to start um, with Parramatta, but then they go into the Bulldogs, the Gold Coast Titans, and the West Tigers. That could be a really nice time to own Munster. Oh, have, I got wow. you, have I got you thinking about it now? I won't do it because it will ruin my team and I probably won't have Nico again. But, <laughs> I, yeah, wow. Yeah. If, if you're mean, making me think about some other Melbourne Storm players. Like, Warbrick will be a great cheapie now. Hearing yeah. hearing those games and seeing his ability, he's like another Xavier Coates oh, with maybe scary. a little bit of more work. Yeah. Um, look, Munster's 848. So he is a premium cost. He's like a 200K more expensive than a Dewey. And he's, you know, um, you know, he's he's going to cost you a, a monster enough, uh, enough for you to probably have to make a big change in your team elsewhere. So I think people are looking yeah. for the value. But, you know, we talk about these people that people that go, oh, I want to do a pod move. Like I'm going to go Boyd instead of Harry Grant. A move like Munster with those round two, round three, round four games could be a real pod move that really pays off for you mm. against the popular picks like Dewey and Burton. You antipod these popular picks with someone like Munster who's at a pod rate. I reckon it could be a real slick move that people yeah. do. What I will say about Munster is he doesn't really get big, big hundreds unless he's in fullback. He gets low yeah. hundreds, but it can still be hundreds. He, he yeah, can turn yeah. up in those in round two, three, and four. And probably round one as well. Like, let's be honest, he um, is fixture-proof. Yep. Um, I like it. I, I mean, like I said, Dewey ex- excites me to start with Dewey at 20.9%. Anyone who's got Mun- – all of those 13.9% have got Mun- Munster are just there going, Shh. don't mention him. <laughs> um, look, ownership-wise, we go down to Drew Hutchinson and 8.5. What the hell? You're a Roosters fan. Why are people going Drew Hutchinson? The only thing I could think of is that, you know, for Maybe some they're going uh, because he's got the same jewel, he's got the same jewel as um, Schuster. Schuster. The only thing I could think of is that you know, if they don't want to, if they don't want to ruin the Roosters back on this year because they haven't got really enough depth, and they're like, you know what, we'll just put Hutchinson at five eight if Kiri misses time. That's the only thing I could think of because having him at second row, you know. That's not as bad as picking, stacking him up against the other five eights. If yeah. he ever played five eight for an extended period, 
it's 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 I mean, so that's the only thing it's eight point five percent. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, if someone's got Schuster down there, they're like, well, I can interchange. I don't even think is is he going to be in their seventeen? Are they going to have him on the bench? Maybe. Yeah, they might. He could probably play a bit of lock, um, but then you've got Brent Smith. I don't know. I I'm, I wouldn't bank on it though. Eight point five percent absolutely shocks me. Like yeah. completely shocks me. Crazily. Um, it's just because you've got two players, weirdly, who have an interesting 5'8 second row forward is really interesting. Um, yeah. Cody Nikorima, 5'8 and Hooker. Maybe that's the same. Oh, I mean, no, yeah, can't just play that one either. I mean, I think he's going to be their bench utility, but you're not going to go and start. He, 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 he's a real AE nightmare. Yeah. He's a real early nightmare. You don't want and so would be um, Drew Hutchison if he was on the bench too. By the way, um, yeah, those two absolutely boggle my mind. Crazy, crazy. We're seeing some crazy shit. If people are putting those guys in their team, <laughs> pull your heads in. <laughs> Cody Walker, five eight, an absolute gun of the past. Look, the way the Super Coach has been scored in the most recent times, a, a position like. Um, 5'8", I kind of prefer base-type players, tackle breakers like Dylan um, Brown and Munster to these ball-playing ones like Cody Walker. Um, yeah. That's why he's – I mean, when have we ever gone into a super coach year where Cody Walker's, um, you know, sitting at 5.7% to start the year? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a little while, hasn't it? Um, he looked pretty good to yeah. me in the um, he, trial. He, so he did South. He did look good. Oh, I just think, you know, he's not often the last passer. That's the only thing I have against him. He's not often the last passer. And so as a result, you know, he's not getting 20 points from simple backline moves anymore. It's Latrell getting the 20 points from those backline moves. What I will say on Cody is he's 602,000 and he played a lot of last year without Latrell. Um, he's going to have Latrell there from round one. I just don't know if I'd be taking a punt because I agree with you. I think Latrell's the man. Do you want to hear some good news? Yeah. Halen Ponga is 5'8", fullback jewel. I'm oh, looking at him on my screen right happened. now. It's just happened, has it? So, yeah, some live changes in Supercoach. Have a look well, at hang on. Daruva. We've got to... Oh, he's done it. I've done it. Okay, all right. Oh, see? And I was getting all Ado having a rant at the start uh, of the thing. They've done the right thing. You'd be pleased to know I've just put Taruva in. Oh, get him in. Um, yeah, done. I mean, so like, he's got to be favoured. And if it's not oh, him, I'm... have they added in Jenkins? Um, you know, pre well, or they want to wait on that, I think. No, it was McLean. Oh, McLean, that's it. Uh, no, they haven't had him in. Oh, I'm sure he'll come. Yeah, he oh, good on you, Super Coach, Sangster, yeah. and Rob Sutherland. Common sense prevails. Yeah, well, that's it. I, I look. I heard whispers that they were going to do the common sense thing, and it, and it looks like they've done that. Um, and it's really good to see. It really is because I, I, my belief is that when a player goes out and runs on the field into in a position, they should be selectable there in Super Coach. He's the next person on the list. That's why I noticed him. Um. Kalen Ponger, and I have not been kind to poor old Kalen, so you sell me on Kalen. Okay. I'll give it a go, shall I? Yeah, give um, it a It's a bit harder now that he doesn't have the goal kicking, but mm. he's an attacking weapon, you know. He's a changing uh, – he's got less responsibility, probably not being the fullback now. He's not organising their defence as well as thinking about everything in the attack. He's just a pure playmaker now. 
who just has to do his job in the front line and can get hidden a little bit as well in defence, which is good. Um, I'd like him if he had a bigger back roller outside of him, so not Lachlan Fitzgibbon. <laughs> um, but he is insane, that. 100,000 less than Dewey. Like, he's probably – there is a world where if Hastings succumbs to any sort of lower leg injury – we add the goal kicking onto Ponga, he matches those other two halves. That's the only case I have for him. I don't think I'd start with him. I think if I came out and saw Ponga kicking early on, I'd be all over him. I don't know if I'd be all over him, but I, I'd be more tempted by, as soon as you see that he's not goal kicking, it, it had to be a line through him. I will say that for, for someone who has not played a lot of footy, um, I would have liked to have seen a few more minutes in the trial. You know, because it was a bit of an indifferent sort of um, early. The minutes he was on field was a bit. It was a bit indifferent. So if I were him, and I and he's the captain of the club, and he's had to, he's come out and still maintain his, well, you know, alleged story about the toilet cube, which which I don't even know why we're talking about it this year. It's all gone, isn't it? And they didn't get any. Yeah. Um. So leave him alone. Just let him go play bloody football. But I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of him in the trial. Um. Are people saying okay? He hasn't played a lot of footy. He's only played limited time in there. There were little signs of something good in there. And Caelan Ponga, was, he, he was a weapon of the past. I just reckon he was a weapon in fullback and kicking goals. And yeah. he was kicking in 5-8 against a questionable Newcastle Knights um, and really short of a gallop. I just don't know if I'd do it um, against a Dewey or a Burton, but... I reckon he's uh, – he, he, we'll just take note of this. He's at 5.3%. He, he's only just been added the jewel. I bet you he yeah. gets above 10%. Uh, yeah, I think he could easily 15? edge towards that 20, 15, 20%. I think I would um, – I'd potentially pick him. I know I know I'm, I'm definitely you're, tempted you're by sicky. it. You're a sickie. I know I am a sickie. Oh, well, look, you know, Ponga is a class player in our game when his head's screwed on right and he's not made a glass. So if you want to believe the narrative that his body's going to hold up and that he's going to take to the 5'8 position, what I will say about Ponga is that I think that he doesn't, like you said, he's not going to have to, it's not going to all rest on his shoulder. But Lachlan Miller looks like a real busy um, fullback. Maybe not all the flair that a lot of other fullbacks have. Um, it's got some flair, um, but he looks really busy, and I think that that takes a lot of pressure off him. And we know that Hastings doesn't mind getting his hands on the ball. Um, and Braley's a really good um, dummy half. So, I mean, look, you can take a punt sometimes in Super Coach, can't you? And I reckon there's not a lot in the five eight position this year. I mean, Dewey could be good and score sixty five, you know, and mm. Bert could have a great year and score sixty five. Ponga will average fifty five, even if he goes shit. And we know that he can get big hundreds. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't fully hate it. I, I haven't loved what I've seen from Bonga. Um, and he hasn't had a... I, mean, like, I would have loved to have seen more minutes or something. I wanted to see something. But, um, yeah, he's got the jewel now, and I think people are going to go in. The next bloke on the list is his partner in the halves, 5.3. I reckon everyone who owns Hastings is probably going to go to Ponga now. Um, yeah. They're both at 5.3. Can you own Hastings? He's got the jewel. He's kicking goals. Um, people tried that when he was at the Tigers and they regretted it, didn't they? Yeah, I feel like he'll get, Ponga will get the goal kicking back fairly quickly, you know? Mm. Maybe that's what people are going to think. I'll go Ponga. He may not be kicking goals um yet, but I think he will. I mean, I think that um Hastings is not the greatest goal kicker, is he? 
No, he's not. And I would have definitely, probably would have taken Ponga's goal kicking over Hastings, to be honest. Um, but, you know, it'll change. It, you know, I don't know what they'll do. What was Ponga's injury just, when, that he got? Was it? Uh, concussion call. Oh, oh, the recent one? Yeah, the recent one. Wasn't uh, his leg or calf? Gr- I think no, it yeah, was a calf. calf. Yeah. So that could have been it. That could have been the reason. Um, Luke Metcalf, that's bizarre. 250K. He's at 4.6%. He's injured as well now as, as well, isn't he? Yeah. It looks really it's a good. shame, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He could have been, I reckon he would have pushed CNK pretty hard for around one spot, just quietly. Mm. Mm. Or Sean Johnson, even. Um, yeah. yeah. Let, me you, let me talk to you about this guy. It's. Unbelievable the ownership because yeah. I had him in my initial team. Dylan Brown, Dill Bags. Yeah. Um, Dylan Brown looked sizzling, and so did the he looked sizzling to me in that yeah. um, trial. 4.1%. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Like, like I don't want a money, a monster. I mean, if yeah. you want a pod move, go Dill Bags. What I'd, what I'd like to do is have a second rower, like a T. Wilson. Let's use T. Wilson for example. Mm. Hope that he looks like he's going to have a pretty nice start. He's a try scorer as well. He'll make some good coin, right? Let's hope that he can work his way up to that you know, 600, 650. And if he has a really good try scoring run, he probably could push that 700 range, you know, high 60 average early on. Dylan Brown starts to be quietly, ooh, He's dropped down 100K as well. You could literally take T. Wilton to Dylan Brown by moving Josh Schuster up to the second row by around round seven, round eight, round nine, and then you're onto that super soft draw, plus his beautiful origin cover with playing all three origin buys as well. Oh, I'm in heaven. Yeah. I'm in look, heaven. The draw to start isn't easy. It's, it's Melbourne in the first one, Sharks, then into Manly, who looked like they're a bit more of a – um, force this year. Then you go into Penrith and into the Roosters. Then it starts to get really nice, as we've mentioned. West Tigers, Bulldogs, Broncos, Newcastle, Gold Coast, Canberra. <laughs> you probably could get on a dill bags then, couldn't you? Look, yeah. I don't want it as a pod move because that is super podish um, ownership, four point um, something or other. You know, that's that's enough that if he goes big, which he can do, we know from dill bags. He, he was outstanding last year. That's why it cost 781000 at 4.1. You know, like yeah. that's what, what I was saying about Munster and how exciting under 15% is, it's arousing 4.1 for Dylan Brown. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, and, oh, I don't know. You know, I don't think I could start with him because I've got a pretty... It is a pretty hard early. draw. Looking at his averages against those teams, not the worst either. Um, But I look... I'm gonna. I'm not saying to anyone don't know Dylan Brown or Munster. I'm not going to say it. I reckon they're the best two you could have in yeah. five eight this year. One that it has I've heard bandied about a little bit with their soft draw is Thomas Dearden. Um, Tom Dearden at, at six hundred and twelve thousand. Do you reckon you could antipod a Burton or a Dewey with Tom Dearden? Um, two point eight percent. I don't think I could. I think as good as Tom Dearden's going to be one of those guys, is going to be an elite NRL player potentially, but still not quite an elite super coach player. You know, it, he runs a lot, but 
but he doesn't get tackled a lot. He's like Kieran Fulmer, I think, really. I think that's the best way of describing his scoring output. Yep. Anyway. I mean, look, last year, yeah, he was a lot of of 50s, 60s, a couple of 70s, and that was an amazing year for him, probably his best of his career. He only got one ton. Actually, his his highest score last year was 79. um, Or no, a 91. So, look, um, people are going to go, well, I want to slice the Cowboys. I'd I'd probably grab a slice elsewhere, personally, than than Dearden. Um, That's just my opinion. But, I mean, he's at 2.8%. Um, and you know, people are going to do it, but I just don't know if I would. Um, Jack Wyden, 551,000, 2.6. I'm, I mean, I'm, a, I'm up the milk, mate, but I'm not that up the milk. Jack <laughs> Wyden looks bloody terrible. So do the Raiders. He's so lazy. You know, we, um, well, actually, Rapana, he's only got to pay a fine. So he's going to be there for round one and he will be the fullback. But if it yeah. wasn't, um, if it wasn't Rapana, I would have said just put Whiten back there, you know? Yeah. Get get one of the we've got some backup halves. Get get one of those in the halves. He's doing nothing in the five eight position. I would not be touching him with a ten foot pole. Um, because I wouldn't even touch him with a five foot pole if things were looking good. If it was like <laughs> best season Jack Whiten, where he got the telly M. Yeah. Ridiculously. Um, but you know, uh he's not a super coach guy, is he? No, I don't think he is. Uh, I can't do it. I could never do it, actually. I could never pick Jack Whiten nah. in Supercatch. No. Nah. I mean, he, he's one that, like, people always offer to me in draft because they know I'm a Raiders fan, and I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't want Jack Whiten. He, he just doesn't <laughs> get – like, he, I mean, I put him in um, sports bet as a try scorer because he does barge over for a try. But he'll barge yeah. over for a try and score 65. He'll do nothing yeah. for the game. No, you can't have Jack Whiten. Um, Tyrone Wishart doesn't really make sense to me. 5'8 hooker. He's not going to get a go in there. 17, is he? Or is he going to be the who's, – who's going to be the utility? Um, For who, sorry? For the Melbourne Storm. Oh, Tyrone Wishart. Yeah. Yeah, no, trap. Yeah. Milford, we've already discussed. AJ Brimson um, is an interesting Ooh. one to me. He, he's one yeah. that I do like, actually, and I have actually had a little bit of a think about it. Um, fullback 5'8", um, Jewel, um, 2.3% of people, they can really, they're, their attack is electric at times. They can put yeah. on a shit ton of points. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I'm just... <sighs> Could you go AJ Bruce? Yeah. Play him fullback. I, I, it's like the opposite of Ponga. You're picking Ponga yeah. who you want the fullback scores, but he's playing in 5'8 and not kicking goals. Brimson, you can pick in your 5'8. It's a fullback you can pick in your 5'8. So is it any good that you can do that? It is. You think? He's more expensive too. That doesn't help him. If he was like 100 grand cheaper, this conversation gets really tight. But I don't think I could. Do you, did, you, did you get to look at the scores on the weekend? I know they didn't have try contributions and stuff in there, but I don't know what AJ scored. Um, but he looked pretty busy. Look yeah, he looked pretty busy um, to me. Moving on, I'll go to Cooper Johns. A lot of people saying that he's – and he did actually look really good in the trials, didn't he, Cooper Johns? Mm. In there, I don't think he's going to take the position because of um, Schuster. Um, so I don't know if I'd do it. Um, Jaden Sullivan? Um, two point one percent, five eight hooker. I wouldn't be doing it. Um, you, Schuster's your guy, and don't get too cute with the Schuster and a Sullivan. No good. Yeah, no, no. He, no. Um, Grimson um, got sixty one. Yeah, weekend. He yeah. didn't play the full game, did he? No, I don't think so. 
So pretty good. Oh, and how about Carpereira on the weekend? Just quietly, I think yeah. he played. I think he had a fifteen-minute break after half time, and so he played. He got one hundred and thirty-seven sixty-five minutes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Woo. but I mean, that's going to be, that's, such he'll be a on good the back cheapie. of the fries, but he's he's a bottom dollar. Ooh. I think someone just messaged me. Tappany's got second row forward as well. What? what? Tappany got second row forward as well in the duels. Okay, um, that makes things interesting, doesn't it? Does. Um, but we're on five eights, aren't we? So, um, oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, how <laughs> did I notice that? Yeah, well, he played. They named him at lock, and I think that the whispers are they're not going to, you know, oh, let's forget yeah. the conundrum over lock. We'll just put Tappany there. Oh. And Mitch Barnett, second row, front row. Yep, because he's been named. Jake Trebojevic is second row, front row. Wow. Yeah, and ooh. so is Pangai. I actually yeah. don't mind Jerbo second row, front row, just quietly. Yeah, he looks more I, he, he looks more of the Jerbo. Uh, if looks you put as... him in the front row, like I'm, I know we're not, we're talking second row. We're talking halves right now. Because yeah, like, we're super Nuffies and all this is happening. We're super Nuffies, Yeah. You put Jervo in that front row discussion after seeing the fact that he was a worker on the weekend. I think he stacks up in your conversation about mid-range front rowers now. He certainly does. He's got to enter the chat. Um, I think about. Um, I, I reckon I might actually just put him in for the interim. I don't and see what like I think of. They've added in a, a real and Pepe's second row front row as well. That's massive. Yeah. Mm. That's massive. He's better That's than massive. Better than Hetherington, I think. That makes him an even better prospect now, doesn't it? Well, I think they've just added in so much more than I thought they would. Yeah. Like, have they done anything else that I can notice? Well, I'll keep well, going. Four yeah, in, I keep going. Four in it, 453,000. He's never been for Supercoach, so don't do it. Nah. Um, well, okay. I'm going to steer away from it for one moment. I've never fallen injury. Look. It's only because I'm a bit of um, I mean, um, not haven't been, I've only played Supercoach for like five or six years, right? So I don't have I've got Kieran Foran injured half the time at the Dogs and last, last few seasons of Kieran Foran at Manly. Okay, that's all. That's my memories of him. And what I see of him is that like he's looking really good and he's playing both sides of the football. That's usually pretty good for Supercoach. Like that's Heinz Cleary sort of territory playing both sides and Cody Walker as well. To tell me, does Foran have it in him potentially? If he's playing both sides of the football, oh, I don't know. I just reckon because he's four fifty, like it's very affordable. It is very affordable. I mean, for you pay eighty k, I probably prefer Ponga just because he's got a little bit of pedigree for super. He's a super coach scorer. Mm. I mean, yeah. it's just because he's never really been a super coach scorer that I just, um, you know, I, I can't do it. You know, yeah. but I, I will yeah. admit, uh, I'm in a dynasty draft there, and I was I'm dropping players ready for our um for our you know for the the live draft for us to pick up our you know rookies and stuff. Um, and I've kept foreign as a back. Mm. I've got Dewey, yeah. but I've kept foreign. So, um, Ooh. yeah, let's Sorry. let's go to some of the other options. Billy Walters. He looks like he's going to probably start in hooker there for um the Broncos. Four hundred and four thousand. Yeah. I don't think I'd be doing it. No, I a minute could, because it could be Blake Moser by round 15. Yep. Um, and once Blake Moser's in there, he will not lose that spot. Yep. Um, Tamari Martin, 5'8", fullback. Yeah, he, that's, new, that's new as well. I was about to say that. Um, he, he's a bit more interesting now that you stack him up in the 5'8 position, isn't he? 
because he, like at fullback, you know, he was never going to have the ceiling, but he looked fantastic in that one game he played uh, in the halves in that tri- first trial. So he's such a silky know. smooth, talented yeah. ball playing runner. He just he has a real um, feel for the game, doesn't he? Yeah, I think like if one of our mid range back rollers fails. We move Schuster up to there and we bring in like a Tamaro Martin or yeah. someone like so that. So in your question of would I go four and running both sides as we get field for um four fifty three, I'd rather Tamari Martin. I think a four hundred and one thousand. Um Ooh, um sorry. I'll just intervene here again. Fanua Pole uh from the Tigers. I don't I think I'm saying that right. I don't know. Um second row, front row. Uh I think he was in talks of starting at lock or something like that. Mm. You know. So that's interesting. Hayes Perham's now officially centre-wing fullback as well. Not that useful to us. Mm-hmm. And Jake Avarillo has also gotten centre-wing. Mm. Well, there you go. Some some yeah. a- interesting uh, entries. Um, Jerome, 5'8", um, for 594,000, 1.7. Jerome has had some super coach interest about him in the past, um, but we haven't really loved what we've seen from the Panthers, but we know how good they are. Um, do you reckon you can yeah. take a tickle on Jerome for a resurgent year at 594 or 594 is Burton? Would you take Burton or Burton. Jerome? Yeah, you'd Burton. take Burton, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. I, don't, you know, I wouldn't ask me that question, though. <laughs> well, you know, I, mean, I feel like myself the Panthers let go of the wrong half, in my opinion. Well, I'm not a big fan of Luai, to be quite honest. I reckon he's been... <clears throat> He's an at very average 5'8", being carried by Cleary for a long yeah. part of his career. Although all the Penrith Panthers say, well, when Cleary's out, he's an absolute star. Yeah, well, let's see him do it for 20 rounds in a year. Yeah. See if he can do it. Um, well, look, that's 5'8", really. Um, there's a few different ways you should go about it. I think a lot of people, are, that's where they're choosing to go cheaper in there. And also, because it looks like a bit of a position in 5'8", you've got two elite, top of the pops, hundred massive 100-getting halfbacks, don't skimp there, but I reckon you can get a little creative in five eight. Yeah, I think you, you can. Longer, you can go a, you know, you you go, oh yeah, go a four if you want. Um, but you know, there's different ways you can go about uh, five eight. I mean, if you're not going to get a monster and a dill bags, and or if you're not going to get a Dewey, you know, or a Burton, um, I reckon you can get a little bit creative in there if you really want to. Yeah, no, I think you, I think you're spot on there. There's a lot you can you can do a lot of things differently in. Um, in five eight, and and I don't mind saving. Yeah, I don't mind saving. Yeah, and I mean, look, there's no right or wrong. I mean, look, people who are like anti-potting, uh, you know, a Heinz, Heinz could come out and average sixty. It's probably not likely, you know. Some people who are like, um, they're anti-potting Harry Grant. They're saying, well, that's where I'm going to choose to save it. I'm going to go the cheese and Boyd, or you know, I'm going to save a, or you know, go a couple of cheap dollars saved in there. Um, and you know, we know what Harry Grant traditionally has averaged without um Pappenhausen in the team. We know the Storm haven't looked as you know as terrific as we thought they would because they have lost a few, a lot of players, and they've lost one of their absolute you know attacking guns in in Pappenhausen. Um, so you know, there's lots of different strategies you can do, and we don't know before the season starts whether it's going to work out or not. Um, but yeah. we've got something to play with now because we are in this period now where we obviously have no footy this weekend until season proper starts. But now we've got a whole bunch of jewels yeah. and everyone can go and sit down and get themselves a bubble bath and make some changes in your team. Yeah. Um, just looking at, I'll, I'm, I'm 
just quietly, I'm loving the look of Jake Trebojevic as my main front rower. How much does he cost? 520, 528. Like, it's not that bad. I could pay up for that comfortably. A big minute front rower. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely got to be an option in there. Gerbo, Gerbo, what a blast from the past in our Super Kings. I reckon, like, you know, he's a... He's been a consistent 60 average guy for a while, right? Mm. He had a down year last year because Manly were down last year. Des Hasler's gone, maybe less ball playing. He's already been shifted from lock to prop. Mm. I, th- I think he's a he's sneaky for me. I think he he's a, a little, sneaky pod. I think he could be a little sneaky pod. Well, see, let, let me yeah. ask you this question. Would you prefer – who do you, you reckon him and Welsh will probably score the same? But Gerber's um, got a bit more in him maybe. I reckon Gerbo has more value. Yeah. Controversially. I reckon because Manly's four packs so rubbish, there'll be weeks where he plays 80. Mm. And where he could still score. He could score 70 points at 80 minutes. Yeah. And we talk about this Burton um, versus Dewey because Burton's more likable. Is there an any more likable player in the game than Gerbo? No. <laughs> yeah. The thumbs. The thumbs up, the Gerbo thumbs up, mate. He's he's an absolute legend. Um, and look, look, we, I'm gonna go and well, I can't. I've got to go to work. I'd rub, I'd run myself a bubble bath and get in there and open up the Supercoach Jack, yeah. get cracking. But um, it's terrific talking Supercoach as always. Halves are out of the way. We're gonna have a big one next. You know, we've got another week. We're gonna have to bust out one in a couple of days and do center wing. It's gonna be huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously fullback to finish, which will be a little 20 minute or it'll be nice and easy. But the next one will be a big one. It'll be the um, center wingers. Yeah. And there's lots of different ways you can go in there. I'll tell you that much. There, I will get you the numbers, but there is an infinite amount of combinations that you can run with. Yeah. It is a stacked position this year. Yeah, actually I'm, stacked. Yeah, I'm seeing heaps of differences between people's second row forward. As you expect, it's a large position with lots of different options. But this year, I think we have got some midis, some cheapies uh, available. So there's lots of different combinations you can go. Should be a really terrific chat. Nathan, thanks as always. No worries. Thank you for having me. No worries. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle! Oh!